for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen, whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Morse speaks on the Information Radio Network. And good afternoon. Chuck Morse speaks Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time, here at the Information Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391. And my guest my good, is my good friend, Dr. Samuel L. Blumenfeld, the author of NEA, Trojan Horse and American Education, The Whole Language, OBE Fraud. Sam, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Well, it's good to be with you this morning. And, uh, of course, um, this is not a great news day, but there's still a, because so many things are perking. Um, yes. One thing I, I must say, I... I admire uh, Netanyahu for deciding <clears throat> to eliminate Hamas altogether. And of course, what's the, the latest, Sam? Well, the latest, of Is course, that... they, they bombed the 13-story uh, tower office building in Gaza City. And but they've been telling people to get out of the way, which is good. There hasn't been any more casualties that I, I um, I'm aware of, but. Uh, I, I guess you know. There's, as MacArthur said, there's no substitute for victory, and um, the. Uh, well, Sam, I hope you're right. I mean, I think that they've been reluctant to go in and finish the job. I mean, for reasons that are us are there. I mean, you've got over a million people in Gaza. Yeah. You've got uh, these tunnels, these terror tunnels built underneath people's homes. And, uh, you know, in nursery schools and all the rest. So that way they can say that if you attack them, that the Israelis are murdering children, which I had a, pro- I had a guy on this program the other day say, that being uh, Dr. Kevin Barrett. I mean, it's so ridiculous, you know, that, that, but this is their propaganda. And you get poops like, you know, in the West eating that up. It, it's quite bizarre. I mean, it, it was even so ridiculous that, you know, the Israeli Navy um, fired a... Um, you know, a mortar at, at the at the coast of Gaza, thinking that they were taking out a missile launch site. And unfortunately, they did kill some children. And uh, this guy points to this. He says, you see, the Israelis are killing children. I'm like, think about the idiocy of that for a minute. You think that there's a, 
a naval captain off the coast. Here he is trying to look for a missile launcher for a Hamas terrorist. No, no, no. Don't pay attention to them. We want to find the children so we could go in and kill them. And let's try. Let's go over here because there were more children there. I mean, the utter absurdity of it is appalling. But yet that's exactly the propaganda that's being promoted. And it's being promoted by Hamas. I've heard the same talking points from other left-wing nincompoops in this country, like Tom Hartman, who refers to Gaza as a prison camp. All the usual, and these missiles as firecrackers. You know, some of these people, like Hartman, I think is fairly well-meaning. He doesn't understand the implications of what he's saying. But this is the propaganda that they're promoting. So Israel is reluctant, not only because of the propaganda, but because, in fact, the Israeli military has a higher standard of morality than most. They don't want to kill innocent people if they can avoid it. They're trying to target the enemy. And unfortunately, the enemy is putting themselves in positions where there are innocent people so that innocent people can be killed because they want innocent people to be killed. That way they can promote this propaganda. Yes, uh, of course, that's the Hamas strategy. But, we're, but you know what really um, gets me is the mindset of Hamas the idea that they thought that they could intimidate Israel into accepting a, um, a ceasefire and give them all of these uh, benefits, you know, build a port and build an airport for them um, and, and threaten Israel in that way, believing that Israel is, is so um, easily intimidated by these people. Uh, and that, of course, is... is um, the result of Israel having uh, uh, tried to uh, have, uh, you know, negotiated settlements with, with Hamas in the past, which always ended up with a new uh, series of uh, rocket launchings. And, of course, these rocket launchings have become much more sophisticated. I mean, uh, Israel cannot afford to permit Hamas to continue to exist. It's as simple as that. Because if they did, then Ben-Gurion Airport would be um, a target. <clears throat> and the whole tourist industry would, um, would dry up in Israel. You cannot, you cannot have um, the uh, Hamas targeting uh, uh, airplanes coming in and out of Israel, which, which, which they would be able to do. If, uh, and, and what's interesting Absolutely. is despite... Despite all of the um, how long this war has gone on, Hamas is still able to lob missiles into Israel. As a matter of fact, a child was killed the other day. An Israeli child was killed the other day. No, they still are, Sam. And and it's fascinating that they've been able to get those sorts of missiles, tens of thousands of missiles, smuggled into Gaza, which is... um, you know, I agree. Israel has to stop the missiles and and to go in there and take out the uh, tunnels, or even to go in there militarily, has proven to be difficult because of the tunnels. The Israeli right. army goes in, and people suddenly appear out of nowhere because they're coming out of tunnels, and they're able to fire at the Israelis from the back. That's why there's been such a high number of Jewish casualties. You know, they the uh, the this incredibly uh, incredible network of tunnels. I mean, it's very impressive. Apparently, they have tunnel rooms underground that are as big as football fields. I mean, we're talking about, yeah, major infrastructure where you have the entire brain of Hamas with all of their advanced technologies underground, 
And it's something that the Israelis, in order to take that out, it's going to be a very difficult operation. They're going to have to go into the city, the downtown Hamas, which is extremely hazardous, both to Israeli uh, soldiers and to the civilians. And then they're going to have to uh, flush out each and every one of these tunnels, which is uh, really uh, a very dangerous job, I would think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they could plug in some kind of a a, a gas system where they could just – pump gas in and then blow them up and maybe well, they have something been doing, i don't they know have, I mean, i'm not a mill yeah they have already been blowing up tunnels you know the ones that they have found right. but the point is that there are many more tunnels which they have not found and the very fact that well the problem sam is that the tunnels they found are the tunnels the worst ones which of course are the ones that go into the state of israel right, and i'm talking right. about some that, that go miles into israel and that's what these the people living near Gaza are afraid of. People living in yeah. places like Stirot and Ashkelon, they're afraid that there's going to be somebody coming out of a tunnel, you know, right in their backyard, you know, yeah. with, you know, with with mili- with, with uh, machine guns, and that's okay. a real fear. And so Israel has taken out most of those, but the bigger problem now are all of the tunnels that that are intersecting and weaving inside of Gaza, almost like an ant colony. Right. You know, and, right. Uh, that's what they have. They have not really even touched that yet. Well, that's, and they have to take care of that because they, as I said, they can no longer afford to have this uh, monster uh, Hamas on their southern border. Uh, I agree, but I don't know if they have the will to do it, Sam. I, mean, I don't know if they fr- have the will to do it. Uh, yeah, they do. They, uh, I'm sure the Israelis now okay. realize that they don't have a choice. They really have to get rid of the Hamas. There's no way that they could um, um, that they could maintain uh, a um, a peaceful society, a, 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 a peaceful border, as long as there's a remnant of Hamas. And as, as you've noticed, uh, the Israelis have been targeting the top Hamas uh, officials, uh, and they've right, right. Well, that's, a number of that's them. been the tradition. That's been the traditional approach of Israel, which I think has uh, it's been appropriate in that they do not try to attack innocent people. They go after the people who are either firing the uh, missiles and the and the armaments at them, or they go after the people that are behind those people, the the masterminds, yeah. the the ring the ringleaders. And and I think and I've I've interviewed enough Israelis over the years to. Uh, who have pointed out to me that it is not a perfect situation. You don't get this great feeling of a victory. You know, it's not, there's no V-Day, you know, where everybody comes home and there's a parade. Right. It's, it's, it's a, a process that is very slow and laborious. It could take 100 years, but they just simply go in and they try to find the people, not, not, the, not, not collectively, but individually, who are doing the, the work and they try to take them out. I mean, a good example was Golda Meir back in the 1970s. You remember the Munich Olympic massacre. Uh-huh. After that massacre, she said, as a matter of public policy, I don't care how long it takes, we are going to carefully and surgically find every single person that was involved in performing that atrocity, and we're going to take them out. And uh-huh. that's exactly what Israel did. It took about 10 years, but they just investigated carefully and they located carefully, and then they took them out one by one. It, you know, and that's generally been the Israeli policy all along. Yes. 
but on the but uh, they they tried to assuage the situation in in Gaza several times, as you know. Uh, they had these um, temporary uh, truces, uh, and uh, of course they haven't worked because Hamas has always used these periods of of uh, of peace, these uh, uh, to build up their arsenal and to and to build right. all these tunnels. I mean. Can you imagine what what Gaza would be like today if all the money put into digging those tunnels and arming themselves was put into uh, building up the the uh, infrastructure of of the area? I mean, that could become another Singapore if they were smart enough to do of that. Of course, they've been. Um, of course, but they. Didn't. And there are a lot of there are a lot of very industrious, smart people in Gaza. Because you keep hearing stories of good sure. people being killed, uh, and uh, for example, that um, Dutchman, whose uh, whose daughter, whose uh, niece, married a Palestinian, and they lived uh, they lived in Gaza, and um, half of them were killed by a, a bomb, and he was a um, recognized as a one of the Gentiles, one of the um, how would you say mm-hmm. the uh, the good Gentile, you know, right, the righteous, Jews, the righteous, yeah, Gentile. righteous Gentile, yeah. who saved Jews during World War Two. So there are all sorts oh, yeah. of horrible tragedies going on. But you know, it's interesting that the UN is so concerned about the the the, the people who are being killed in Gaza, uh, and, and certainly the, the the figure now is about two thousand and ten, something like that. When the uh, jihad um, in in Lower Manhattan killed about three thousand people in a couple of hours, you know, and right. and so there's no comparison. Well, Sam, to what, my, my, you know, my understanding no com- is that uh, right. no, there's not. But my understanding is that there is a a ceasefire there now that's holding, at least as we speak. Oh, really? There's see. another ceasefire. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I mean, and that so far. I mean, the last time the Palestinian uh, the Hamas began lobbing missiles within hours of the end of the last ceasefire. So, right. uh, you know, I doubt if I doubt if that's going to change. Well, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Well, uh, you know, but uh, it, it, the Israeli the Israelis have been very cautious. They have not taken Hamas out. They, there's there's a lot of clamor. There was a lot of voices in Israel. Uh, including uh, Minister Lieberman, that are yeah. demanding that Netanyahu do just what you're saying. So far, he hasn't done it. Okay, we're going to take a brief break. We'll be back. Sam Blumenfeld's my guest. Chuck Morse will be back. Are you tired of having more month left over at the end of the money? Then you might want to consider a home-based business. On average, a home business household earns nearly twice as much money, and you don't have to fight traffic. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby with the three-step plan home business system. Building a home business could help you get out of debt, improve your lifestyle. Why, you might even be able to save some money for a change. For information, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. There are thousands of people all over the nation using the 3-step plan to make money from home. Some are working for just a few extra dollars each month so they don't have to worry about money all the time. Others are building huge businesses that earn thousands upon thousands of dollars and are getting their share of the American dream. To find out how you could make more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 
800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. (laughs) Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-383-5310, 800-383-5310. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. My guest is Sam Blumenfeld, the talking issues of the day. Sam, I want to switch a bit to domestic issues here. Um, it's, uh, it's happening within a matter of months, and that is the midterm election. Right. Um, I am concerned. I don't see a lot of um, movement on the part of Republicans right now, and I think it is essential for Republicans to take back the Senate and do so convincingly and take back the House and so I mean and increase the the numbers in the House because that's the only way we're going to stop Obama from clearly conducting himself in a way that's uh, outright fiat power. He is talking about 
and I think that there's a lot of more than just rumors that he's going to issue an unconditional amnesty sometime between now and the election to get that done and then do the dirty work in a sense not only for the Democrats but even for a lot of the liberal Republicans who want that. There's also uh, the front, the, the head of the Drudge Report yesterday. Obama is uh, negotiating climate control agreements without consent of Congress. So you have basically a president who is acting as a virtual dictator and doing it openly and brazenly. And uh, the only way to stop this is uh, in November. I mean, if we can get between now and November without him doing too much damage, then the uh, it'll be over. I think that if Congress, both houses of Congress, become solidly Republican, then, uh, then Obama will be a lame duck. But uh, these are times of great peril. Now, the only positive polling that I've seen, ironically, is in New Hampshire. I don't know if you've noticed this, but Scott Brown has closed the gap on Gene Shaheen. He was 10 points behind. Now they're running neck and neck. And they say the reason why the gap was closed is because Brown is taking very strong positions on the, uh, the opening of the southern border. Right. So that yeah. is playing well. I mean, are, are Republicans noticing this? Is there any movement in that direction, do you think? Well, I'm sure they are. Uh, uh, I, I would expect that there won't be very much uh, publicity between now and uh, uh, electioneering between now and November. Uh, things will happen after we see what happens in the uh, local elections, the congressional elections. Uh, that's going to determine the probably the strategy of the Republicans between <clears throat> the um, November 2014 and uh, November uh, 2016. And uh, of course, uh, Obama has already been, uh, you know, doing things on his own, um, even if. Uh, uh, even if the uh, Republicans get the Senate, uh, that won't stop him because he has the veto power. So the, the um, Republican House and Senate won't be able to get any of their bills passed unless they have so much power that they could override some of Obama's vetoes. So that's going to be a problem. Well, I think it, I think it's going to slow him down considerably. I mean, oh, the, uh, yeah, it'll slow you know, him down. But right um, now he's got Harry Reid in there stopping Republicans from getting anything done in the in the House. I mean, people say that it's the Republicans who are the obstructionists. Yeah, they're calling but, it. But uh, every time they send a bill up to the Senate, old Harry Reid knocks it out. So if they take right. back the Senate, then then they're going to be able to at least get bills passed in the entire Congress, and that's going to put enormous pressure on Obama. Yeah. Um, the fact that Republicans will have taken the control of both houses will make it much more difficult for him to to rule by fiat. It just oh, will. Oh, of course I mean, it will. Uh, I mean, it, there'll be too many people will, around. Uh, he will really need a, an awful lot of hubris to be able to continue doing what he's doing. But he doesn't care. You know, this, this man is unprincipled. And he's determined to um, get his left-wing program uh, uh, in place uh, as much as he possibly can before he leaves office. And um, so that's what we can expect from him. And, uh, you, you know, I think more and more of the public 
and even the media are beginning to be critical of him. Like the other day, the New York Times was critical of the fact that he had said some, you know, some uh, somber words about uh, the reporter who had been beheaded. And then, as soon as he right. it was that was done, he went back to the golf course, and that was on the front mm. page of the New York Times. So mm. he's not getting as much of the. Uh, uh, the the love affair between uh, Obama and the and the major press is over, uh, but they're still not as critical of him. And of course, they don't want Republicans to win, particularly in the uh, right. in the Senate. But uh, they're more critical of of Obama than they have been, which is a sign of the times. Do you think the Republicans are going to take it big in November? We'll be right back, Sam. We'll get into that in a minute. help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs, and if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an Hour, just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Sam Blumenthal is my guest. Sam, the, um, the the whole situation with regard to 72 in November, I don't know, it just seems volatile to me. I don't get the sense that... Um, I mean, I do think Republicans are going to be able to pull it off, but I, maybe it's because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the um, the nature of the opposition and the, the the degrees to which they'll go to win and to hold on to power. I mean, what do you do? You see, what do you see coming down the pike? Do you think there's going to be? I mean, there's probably going to be a lot of really nasty, sort of dirty tricks coming down and all the usual stuff. But uh, 
Do, no, I think yeah. now that the public is now so disillusioned with Obama and the Democrats. I mean, in so many areas, you know, when you look at the whole panoply of of uh, scandals that are still outstanding. Look at the IRS; nothing has been done there. Uh, the uh, Benghazi thing; nothing has been done there. Uh, the the VA thing is still hanging over the heads of the country. Uh, and, and look at the the mess in the Middle East. I mean, <laughs> you know that Iran has decided to arm the Kurds. I mean, isn't that incredible? Right. And and uh, now we're going to be on the on Assad's side in Syria uh, against the uh, IS. So this is uh, you know uh, here the the UN is criticizing Israel for casualties in Gaza. And they ignore the people who are being killed in uh, in Syria every day, not only in Syria but in Iraq, and uh, uh, with whole tribes being uh, uh, massacred in in Iraq by these people. I mean, they're genocidal, and um, so you could see the total mess that 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 whole area is in, and and uh, you have. Uh, Obama playing golf like Nero playing the violin while Rome burns, you know, same sort of thing. Right. You know, Charles Krauthammer has pointed out that um, that Egypt now has gone in militarily to intervene in Tripoli because the situation in Libya has become so anarchic with uh, right. radical uh, Islamists taking over. Uh, thanks to Obama's missiles, uh, by the way, I mean, a couple of years ago, which took out Gaddafi. Right. Now, you had uh, Krauthammer observed that Egypt didn't even bother to tell Obama, didn't yeah. even bother to inform him, which is unprecedented in that the United States generally has been consulted in the past, going really back to the period of World War II, when exactly. there's been a major military operation. Exactly. We've been involved. We've been consulted. Right. Now nobody even pays any attention to Obama. He's lost, we've lost credibility in the world. Exactly. And here in the United States, you know, Racism has now, you know, has raised its ugly head with the events in Missouri. And this chap, you know, who was killed by the policeman was given a practically a statesman's funeral. I mean, it's amazing the number, the kind of people who were, were obliged to attend that funeral. I think even the White House sent emissaries to that funeral. They did. In fact, they sent several emissaries to his funeral, no emissaries at all to James Foley's funeral. Yes, yes, of course. So, um, but I mean, that, that's, everything is in such disarray, and the people feel it. I think they feel it. They know there's something terribly wrong that's going on, even though the economy seems to be improving some. And the only way that I could judge that the economy is is uh, doing fairly well is by the the number of ads in the magazines on the newsstand. I mean, you know, like uh, <coughs> Vanity Fair and um, People magazine. <coughs> Although magazines like Time have lost a great deal of their advertising, this. They're now so thin, the news magazines, but the magazines that have all of the... Uh, take Boston Magazine, for example. You would think that Boston yeah. was a booming town with all the ads. 
A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the, the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the On Demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Can we help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Sam Blumenthal is my guest. And um, we're talking politics here. We're talking about the upcoming midterm election. Um, Sam, what say you with regard to, um, you know, looking a little bit forward um, 2016? I mean, I think that, um, you know, we, we, Obama's um, cultural cult appeal is gone. I don't think that um, they're going to. The Democrats have anyone quite in the in the wings like that. Um, and what do you think? 
who do you think is coming up the um, up the into the prominence on the um, on the Republican side? Well, that's very hard to say. <clears throat> it seems that um, uh, Mitt Romney uh, seems to be making a comeback. You know, he's been on television a bit, and mm. he sounds good. But then you've he's got hard, the, yeah. But then you've got a, a you know the, the usual number of, of Republican candidates who are really outstanding individuals who we've known now for a number of years. And um, it's very hard to say how this thing's going to work out, who's finally going to become the Republican candidate. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Mitt Romney, uh, you know, run again. But then, of course, there's, there's the thought that, well, he lost once. And uh, I, I don't know, you know. The thing is, he almost won. And um, right. in, in the in the uh, national election, uh, the Obama people are able to bring out all of the people in the ghettos to vote. These are people who usually do not vote. But you have to remember that Obama is was a uh, or, uh, an organizer, a community organizer which was a socialist position created by, uh, you know, the um, guru in, in Chicago. Uh, what's his name? Right, Alinsky. Yeah, Saul Alinsky. Yeah, Al- yeah, and the community organizer was to help the left gain power by recruiting and organizing the non-political uh, ghetto types, the illiterates, you see. And that was the uh, Trump card in the last election for Obama. He was able to get them to the polls. What Rush Limbaugh calls the low-information voter. We'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law, this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, Sam Blumenfeld's my guest. Sam, we were talking about uh, Mitt Romney and the Republicans. I mean, I I love Romney. I mean, I think that he's one of these unusual people who come along once every generation. We would be so great and lo- great lucky as a nation to have him in in the White House. But I don't know. I mean, he's you know he's gone twice already. We'll see. On the on the Democrat side, you have Hillary, and you talked about the um, the low information voter. 
Yeah. Um, Hillary is strategy. I think. I mean, I don't mean to be blunt, and I know this sounds rude, but I don't know how else to say it. Uh, outside of her base, which is the far left, Hillary is going to be voted for because people are going to be voting for her vagina. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're voting I mean, that's for what her it comes because, down to. Uh, I I think a lot of people will vote for her because she's a known person. She's been around an awful long time, and they forgive her for a lot of things. And um, she has a good press, basically. And of course, the good the, the good thing about Romney is that he has stature. He looks like a president. You see, whereas Ron, uh, Ron Paul, uh, yeah, uh, Rand, Rand Paul. Paul, does not look like a president. You know, there has a there's something to the idea of looks too, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. He doesn't look it's like been the a case president. since Kennedy. Yeah, he's a good yeah, senator, this... and and uh, of course um, Marco Rubio is is too young. Really, to be uh, yep. he's great looking. He probably yeah, he's he good looking, it off. but he does may, look too may, youthful. Right, maybe in in uh, the next election cycle he'll be uh, he'll look better. He'll look more like a president, but but uh, definitely um, Romney has has the stature, has the look, and yeah. also he speaks well, and and he's and he seems to be very wise. Now, I don't know if he's the, the kind of conservative who would finally get rid of the Department of Education or, or get rid of the... I, I would um, say probably not, Sam. Yeah, that, that, that's the only he's reason why I, I, would, uh, I would say that, he's, that we should try to take advantage of the antipathy that the American people now have toward the IRS and the Department of Education so that we could get rid of at least these two huge departments. Uh, I think he's uh, Romney is in favor, of course, of lower taxes for businesses, because look what's happening. There are so many of them uh, converting into foreign uh, companies. Uh, the latest is Burger right, King. Right, look at Burger King. Uh, sure. Walgreens, Moving Burger to King. That's they incredible. got low, low, low corporate taxes. Yep. Yes, I, I mean, you see the Democrat response to that? They want to boycott Burger King. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I mean, sense. yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, how about it would occur to them that uh, the country has the highest corporate tax in the world, right? But, uh, Can it's, you it's confiscatory. And, and look what it does to you should small have a business attitude. You know. Um, and and also the immigration problem. I mean, Waltham looks like uh, Tegucigalpa these days. I mean, these right. yes. I mean, wherever you go, the the, the um, supermarkets, the library, wherever. It's you also go. starting to look a little bit like Baghdad. Yeah, <laughs> but that's another subject. <laughs> right, and of course, anti-Semitism um, is growing in Europe, uh, and it's interesting that uh, Herzl. Theodore Herzl advocated a Jewish state because he said then the Jews could live a normal life, and uh, and yeah. Israel is living anything but a normal life. You know, they've they've been confronted. Well, with, that was the whole idea. Yes, yeah, but at least uh, Israel is a haven for Jews, 
and all French Jews are leaving France because of the uh, tremendous number of, of Muslims who now live in France and are, are anti-Semitic throughout Europe. As a matter of fact, the, there's that Dutch uh, conservative, you know, what's his name, Garrett or Greek? Oh, uh, Wilders. Yeah, Greek, Greek Wilders. Yes, and he's written a wonderful article on what's happened to Europe and the growth of anti-Semitism there and and how mm-hmm. how the um, Muslims are on the on the brink of taking over uh, various governments in Europe. Yeah, they call it Eurabia. Um, yeah, yes. I mean it's it's very ugly. Yeah, and and what are they doing about it? The the uh, Christianity is at a low ebb. He says the Muslim the mosques are full and the churches are empty. What does that tell you? That's certainly been true apparently in England. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? (laughs) Yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple, with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily easily get the cash you need up to one million dollars with no collateral no app or upfront fees and your credit rating is not a factor plus approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days call the business funding group at 1-800-684-5434 that's 1-800-684-5434 this is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get call 1-800-684-5434 now Chuck Morse speaks. Sam Blumenfeld is my guest. Sam, I'm looking forward to um, reading your manuscript. And um, it hasn't yet arrived here, but um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. You have a new book that will be coming out soon. Incidentally, do you want a uh, digital copy or a hard copy? Well, I probably would rather have a hard copy. If I'm going to really sit down and read it, I, you know, I, I'm already staring at the computer enough as it is. Yeah. But uh, but either way, it's fine. Okay. Well, just let me know what, what address to send it to. And it should yeah, be I'll ready in I think in, I sent it to you already, but I'll send it. Yeah. Uh, Great. It should... I mean, I'm looking forward to reading it. I can hardly wait. Terrific. Terrific. Thank you very much. And, of course, and if a, any of And what your... is the working title? Uh, Crimes of the Educators. Crimes Wonderful. of the Educators, and I really take them on. Very pretty, we are I'm going sure to change. Going to a, it's going to have to be a thick book. We're going to change the perception of Americans of public education. This is what they're going to do. As a matter of fact, it's interesting that the latest issue of Reader's Digest calls public education a prison, and uh, it's quite unusual for the uh, major publication like that to suddenly come out so strongly against uh, public education. Uh, so Wonderful. things are changing, and we're living in, in really revolutionary times. 
I mean, from a cultural point of view, yeah. also, sure. you know, with gay marriage and you name it. I mean, things are really happening and, and changing, and and uh, it's going to be very interesting in the future. And incidentally, if any of your listeners would like to get any of my books, they can go to Calcedon, C-H-A-L-C-E-D-O-N, Calcedon Store, where they can get... Um, uh, the Victims of Dick and Jane, Revolution via Education, uh, Alpha Phonics, The Little Readers, How to Tutor. Uh, those books are available there. And Is Public Education Necessary is available through American Vision. And, of course, they can right. always get my books on Amazon or just just Google me. I'm all over the place. Sam, thanks for joining me today. Sam Blumenfeld, we shall be back. Sam, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs, and if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour, just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863 buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. A Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Hour number two of Chuck Moore Speaks, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time, right here at the Information Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. It's a pleasure to welcome aboard Wayne Dupree, a fellow talk show host, 
He's the CEO of the WAAR Media Group. Wayne, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, Wayne, your story in terms of your political growth, it's similar to mine. started out as a liberal Democrat in a liberal Democrat family. Mm-hmm. And you evolved intellectually. You evolved personally. Uh, talk a little bit about your story, how this happened. You know, um, actually, I I really grew up in a conservative home. It's just that uh, they just voted Democrat for a long for a long time. Uh, my father was a pastor. My mom was Sunday school superintendent, and we grew up with conservative values. We grew um, learning about personal responsibility, um, learning about um, taking care of of, of uh, your your decisions, making um, sound judgment, and um, I actually really switched in 2007, 2007 during the election. Um, I was going to vote for Hillary Clinton um, to um, because I felt George Bush had messed up a lot. So I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to vote for Hillary because she's going to come in and fix everything. Uh, Barack Obama to Iowa, and I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to vote for her. Um, when she got up to New Hampshire, uh, Bill Clinton, the media went after him for saying this is the biggest fairy tale I've ever seen in my life. Well, I saw the video, and he was speaking about um, um, Barack Obama was for the war, and then he was against it, and and the media wasn't covering it, so he thought it was the biggest fairy tale he ever saw in his life. But what I, but but what the media did from there, they took it on a race a, um, a, a racist slant. It was it's like every time Bill Clinton had something to say, it, it was racist. And I sat back and I watched what was happening to my candidate, but I watched what the media was doing. I was like, wait a minute, how in the world are they going to elect this guy on racism? I mean, it was right there. It was right mm-hmm. there on TV. It was easy to see. For me, it was easy to see. And, you know, I started listening to uh, Rush Limbaugh a little bit more. I, I heard about him before, but I listened to him a little bit more, listened to Sean Hannity, listened to Mark Levin. And I was like, wait a minute, these guys aren't saying anything racist. They're just talking, and they're going into his background. Uh, and the more I listened, the more I started to research, and I found out a whole lot of things that I had been told when I was a kid. It wasn't true um, about the Republican mm-hmm. Party being KKK, uh, yeah. about, uh, you know, I mean, I, so, so many things. Um, the, the Voting Rights Act, the Civil Rights Act, who was really behind it. You, it, it was almost like a snowball. It was almost like a snowball effect. And when I found all these things out, I was like, I got to tell somebody. You know, at, well, actually, I was mad first. I, I was angry. <laughs> you know, I was really angry. No, I but, but I I felt I had to talk and tell people. Sounds like a light went off in your head. It was like, Oh, boom. my God. Yes. Yes. It, yeah. it was like a, a nuclear explosion in my in my brain. So, yep. Yeah. No, I mean it's 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 a story that's similar to a lot of stories. I mean, my, mine is similar in that I grew up in a Jewish family, and my parents were also conservative in terms of how they lived their lives and the values that they they you know embraced. But they always voted Democrat. They always mouthed liberal ideas. Uh, the uh, Republicans were going to bring back concentration camps, you know, this kind of thing. Uh, they they would never dream of voting pushing a lever for a Republican. 
and and yeah, I think there are a lot of people like that. You know, it's 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 kind of like um, it's it's tribal. It's uh, it's uninformed. It's knee jerk. Right. Um, when you take a look at exactly what you, not only who you are as a person and what your values are, but what you actually think is in the best interest of the country, which most people mm-hmm. don't do, right. then then you transcend these sort of. I mean, Jews voted for uh, Democrats going back to FDR, putting the putting aside the fact that he didn't do a damn thing about the Holocaust. Never mind that. <laughs> right. Just they right. vote. They vote. You know, they just vote knee jerkedly for liberal Democrats. They 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 feel comfortable with this idea of a big government is protecting them as a minority and taking care of them. And I think black people have the same, the same basic uh, dynamic. Um, you, you, your observations with regards to 2008 are really interesting to me because it was, it was a campaign and it was an election that was entirely based upon racial, ethnic, yeah. gender right. roles. You know, right. here I'm in Boston, so, I mean, I saw every day the Boston Globe the local talk show hosts, all they talked about was race and gender. They didn't talk at all about anything else. It was like, can the black candidate beat the woman candidate? Can a woman candidate beat a Hispanic candidate? It was all this sort of talk constantly. And I think it kind of came back, it was interesting, after the election, to bite them in the backside when McCain picked Sarah Palin, a woman, which, of course, sent them into a rage like I had never seen. Yes, oh my yes. God! I mean, they were putting, they were sending out. I remember that Halloween b- being out there with my little daughter. People were dressed as monsters, looking like Sarah Palin with their heads cut off. I mean, mm-hmm. and just the hatred that was pouring out of people, because you know it kind of hoisted them in their petard because they had conditioned people for so long that it was good to vote for someone because they were a woman. And I think that Obama got a lot of that vote. I understand it in a certain way. And I'll say this because as a Jew, I felt a certain tribal pride when Al Gore picked Joe Lieberman. I mean, I'll tell you, for about a day, it lasted. I mean, I wasn't going to vote for them. <laughs> but it, these things are, you know, these things are very powerful, and I understand it. Um, and so I think that was part of Obama's appeal. And in that sense, it was okay. But beyond that, it was uh, – we, we have a situation now, and you might want to comment on this, Wayne, where – Racism and, and anti, well, not so much anti-Semitism, but sexism for sure, is used as a lever selectively by the left to attack anybody that doesn't genuflect in their direction. Whereas if someone makes some kind of a rude comment and they're on the right side politically, it's ignored. Don't you think so? No, 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 I agree. I agree. And they, and they do it um, through emotions. You know, they... They right. they play they play to the mind they play to the heart, and um, and it's a shame that it has worked for so long. It's worked for the last fifty fifty plus years. But I mean, they have been playing off of this, and every time it looks like there's going to be a movement to change, then they'll bring you know all those um, racist ads, or they don't care anything about you, or uh, there's war on women. They want to push grandma over the cliff. Is always some type of terroristic type of uh, uh, um, um, rhetoric to scare some people kind of back sca- you know, over to their side. And, and it seems to continue to work, but I think that I hope and I pray that it's lessening. I think that people are not buying into this. I mean, an, an example was recent events, and you might want to comment on this, in Ferguson, Missouri, 
when you had uh, you know Al Sharpton show up and and Jackson and you had liberal media show up and they 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 inflamed racial aspects to it which were there for sure and but generally they were booed i mean they were like we're not interested in having you come in here and, and shake up trouble you know this is a, a tragedy we want to get to the truth of it uh do you sense that there's any kind of a a change in in the power of using this lever against people that people are racist if they don't agree with the left i over the last year i've seen the word racist um be diminished especially on college campuses and through the youth because it's used almost as a joke now um mm-hmm. If you are watching TV and somebody turns the channel because they don't want to watch what you're watching, you're a racist. <laughs> or if it's raining outside right. and you know you want to do something outside but you don't want to go out right now, oh man, you're just being racist. You know, so it's almost <laughs> it's, a it's almost like right. a right, right, right. It's almost like a um, it's almost like a joke. But to the uh, so-called black leaders in the community, it's not a joke. And wherever they wherever they can play it to the weak-minded or the uninformed, they're going to play it, and they're going to play it hard. They went down to Ferguson to that tender box already. It was a local issue. We all knew it was a local issue, and they made it a national issue, especially with uh, right. the young um, white man that was killed in Utah that isn't that isn't getting any coverage. You know, no one's um, even but, heard of it. Yeah. No, no. You know, so they're going, well, they went down there, and yes, um, Jackson got uh, <laughs> shouted out, and uh, uh, um, Sharpton, the same thing. But the media, the, the media was the big problem, because they were the ones that kept pushing it. You know, uh, they wanted to interject themselves into the story, rather than covering it, you know, and... That's what I saw. I was like, come well, on, They kind on. of fed it into the news cycle. All right, exactly. Wayne Dupree is my guest. He's a fellow radio talk show host, WAAR Radio. Wayne, the, um, if Obama were white, he'd be called a racist right now, um, and certainly if he was a Republican. I mean, he'd probably have been, um, you know, he'd probably have been, been um, hanged in effigy because of the condition of the black community in the United States. The uh, unemployment rates are unprecedented, particularly amongst apparently black women. There, there haven't been this high an unemployment rate in over 50 years. The, uh, you know, the, the loss of opportunity is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the uh, growth of welfare is unprecedented, which, of course, the liberals will tell you, oh, that's good. You know, the fact that uh, people are dropping out of the workplace they're, they're going on welfare. This is good, and it is particularly a problem in the black community under Obama. Uh, and yet Obama, because he's black, nobody says anything. Do you think that there's any awareness in the black community that the Democrats basically and their policies, their anti-business policies, have hurt the community? Um, actually, to, to, correct, to correct you a little bit, he's white, too. But, um... Well, that's true. <laughs> But uh, he, no, um, yes, I think that they know, they know. But the problem is, and and it's a two-sided problem. The problem is, they feel there isn't another way out. There is another option. And the reason why I say it's a two-sided problem because 
the the so-called leaders on our side, they don't know how to address the situation because they aren't well, on the well, ground. Well, why not? I mean, the Republicans are, haven't had any um, real effort to uh, try to make inroads in the black community. And if they exactly. do, and even if they shave off one or two percentage points of votes, that could switch an election. Now, don't they realize that? I mean, I blame them as much as I blame the bad policies Same of the Democrats. Right. They haven't really stepped up and, and, and brought in people like yourself, Wayne, and others to become black conservative leaders. Right. And they know this, too. That's why you still have the same uh, bottleneck TV pundits that are sitting up there saying the same thing year after year after year. And new voices aren't being heard. Uh, They think that they can read a couple of articles and know what's happening on the ground. And that's not the case. All right. We're going to take a brief break. Wayne Street, my guest, uh, fellow talk show host on the AAR Radio. We'll be back. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? (laughs) Yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple, with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily easily get the cash you need up to one million dollars with no collateral no app or upfront fees and your credit rating is not a factor plus approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days call the business funding group at 1-800-684-5434 that's 1-800-684-5434 this is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get call 1-800-684-5434 now You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. (laughs) Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-383-5310, 800-383-5310. Here's a special announcement for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. Now, there's hope. The Internal Revenue Service has extraordinary programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. Call the 911 Tax Relief Helpline that has been set up to help you. 800-295-1849. Stop the wage garnishments, levies, and tax liens now. Once you've qualified and enrolled, the IRS will halt all collection activities against you. These unique programs have been allocated to help the economy and significantly reduce or eliminate your tax burden. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. For free information and to see if you qualify, 
Take down the number now for the Tax Relief Helpline. 800-295-1849. 800-295-1849. That's 800-295-1849. Friend, this is Pat Boone with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time and while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com. Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800-301-6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and Wayne Dupree is my guest. He's with WAAR Radio. We're talking about race and politics today. I want to welcome aboard Andre Traversa. He's my um, partner at Epic Quest Media, and he's uh, co-hosting today. Andre, welcome aboard. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, Wayne, it's a pleasure to have you on the air. I want to ask you, um, since you grew up in a, pa- uh, in a home with your, where your father was a pastor, I... I'm a born-again Christian myself, and I go to a, a very racially integrated church, uh, mm-hmm. very multicultural, but in a good way. We're not PC, we're just multicultural. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, we, we are, you know, what, what I don't understand is this, and maybe you can explain this disconnect. There seems to be a disconnect in the black community. Uh, the, the black community is one of the most church-going communities in America. And, you know, we have the Democratic Party platform, which is, you know, for abortion and gay marriage and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but yet you have these some of the African-Americans voting Democrat. I, I'm going to ask you a very controversial, controversial question. Do you think part of the disconnect may have to do with the fact that there is so much, uh, how can I say this, in the black community there is a high illegitimacy rate. There's a high crime rate among males. Is there a disconnect between, in other words, People are saying that the black community is actually more socially conservative than people think. Is that theoretically true? But on the but but then on the other hand, you've got this disconnect because you've got all these uh, you've got so much so much such a high uh, out of wedlock birth rate, such a high crime rate. Uh, what, what's 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 going on there? Well, to me, I mean, well, you have to start with the head. Um, there's so many fathers that are not in in the homes, so mm-hmm. you don't have that type of leadership and. Back in the day, um, before I was born, uh, you know, you had a lot of father, um, fathers and mothers with stable homes. Um, then comes along the LBG, now um, the um, LBJ, um, new, uh, new um, the new program that he put in. I forgot what it was. Um, like, Great society. You mean. Uh, yeah, Great Society, and then things change. Uh, one movie that I 
kind of put toward that is Claudine, if you've ever seen Claudine before. Claudine was a single mom that had about seven or eight children that the government was taking care of. Every time a man came around, he would bring stuff for her. But when the social worker came around, she would have to hide it. Um, next our neighbor saw that she was uh, talking to a man and whatnot. When the social worker came, well, you know you can't do this. You know you can't do that because I'm going to have to report it, and which means that the benefits were stopped. This this happened through the 70s into the 80s. Men left the home. They didn't, well, they left the home, and they also start leaving the church. Most churches are filled with women and children. You don't have a whole lot of men in the church. You don't have a whole lot of men in the community. What happens now? Planned Parenthood starts setting up shop. You have a whole lot more of um, crime in the communities because you don't have a whole lot of leadership in there. And, I mean, I have I have seen what, I mean, again, I grew up in the church. We went 10 days out of 7. I, I know what church was like. <laughs> uh, and it's not like that anymore. You know, it's 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 uh, it's a shame. It's a shame to where I mean, because a whole lot of people used to look up to the church. A whole lot used to, uh, people used to look up to the church for strength. Uh, they used to be more active for civil rights. They used to be more active um, um, in protecting the community or in um, in just walking around the community and making sure that things were fine. That now they're inside their church walls. And well, you know, it's 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 a shame. It, every every now and when I talk about it, it hurts a little bit to see where it is right now. Well, let me ask you something, Wayne. Cause it, you know, Wayne. The uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Andre. Uh, this Go is ahead. this is really a real controversial question. I have a friend who says that that frankly, he says that the, the church in the black community he calls it shuck and jive Christianity. He says. That, he says that you know what they do is they, they you know they listen to the sermon on Sunday and they and they go yes amen hallelujah and then they mm-hmm. go you know have sex outside of marriage during the week is is that is, is that too strong of a of a statement or do you do you think that that's what what a lot of the black church looks like today? Well, I used to um, I remember a pastor saying one time, uh, most of you are coming in here sitting and not listening and taking it home. You're coming in here and shaking your head, saying, "Man, that was a that was a great sermon. That, you pre- you preach and preach it. You really did a good job." Okay, so what do I preach about? Uh, I don't know, but you preach, and you know they're, <laughs> they're not taking it outside and putting it into use. Um, one of the things that I which hurts me to this day is that the church in a whole used to be the lighthouse. So when people looked and saw that you were living that type of clean life, they would want that. But it's changed now to where, you know, you can't tell the difference. Save money on gas and get paid to do it. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby with the three-step plan home-based business system. Gas was only about a dollar a gallon when I started the three-step plan. Today, thousands of families are working from home, driving less, and earning extra money with their own home business. Go to 3stepusa.com. Hi, my name is Garen. I'm from Missouri. I heard about the three-step plan. I checked into it. It's changed my life. I get to stay home instead of driving 50 miles a day to work. I finally paid off a bunch of debt. 
The three-step plan has worked for me. Most three-step plan members work part-time using the telephone and the Internet to build their business. Our tried and proven home business system can give you the tools and training you need to build your own home business. Do something now. If you'd like to check out the three-step plan, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. Dentist office, may I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. And our guest is Wayne Dupree, our being myself and Andre Traversa. Wayne is the uh, host of his own program at WAAR Radio. Wayne, you know, I, I view the, uh, the black church as being the great moral force of Christianity in America. I think it led the way it revitalized the white church. Um, I just interviewed an author that you might have on, Christopher Cameron, who wrote a book called To Plead Our Own Cause, which uh, indicates the Calvinist origins of the black church back in the colonial times and how that black church really led the way toward abolitionism and how mm-hmm. it animated the black community. It's a fascinating story. Uh, you mentioned, um, uh, you know, uh, Planned Parenthood setting up shop. Uh, Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, engaged in 1939 in what she called the Negro Project, which right. was funded by the Rockefeller Institute, that basically was setting up abortion clinics in black neighborhoods and the way they sold it to blacks, because they were very suspicious, for good reason, was by basically uh, corrupting, frankly, black ministers to right. bring them on board so that they would preach right. this in the church. So maybe that was the beginning of the poison as it got its nose under the camel's tent in terms of corrupting the morality and the moral standing of the black church. What do you think? No, you are 100% right. They thought that you could, well, she thought that you could take a couple of charismatic ministers that could deliver the word in a way that, uh, again, through emotion. You know, we spoke earlier before, uh, because you know uh, (laughs) the black church, when it, uh, when you go to one, is animated, but uh, you know when when you got them going, you got them going, and when you start uh, uh, bringing in these type of programs um, to say, well, you know, the the government can take care of this, and uh, or uh, you know, you look toward your community to take care of this for you. You know, slowly by slowly, 
the responsibility for taking over your family or taking care of your family is starting to go out the door and the government is starting to come in. And well, you know it's, what? It's an insidious development. I mean, and it's also affected the white church, too, and the white synagogue oh, yeah. as well. Right. In, in that what you have is basically the minister is no, the, the moral content of the faith is stripped away. The language is left intact. The, uh, the ministering is left intact. The experience, the emotional experience is there, but the actual moral content is transferred to the state. And I think this has been a very deliberate agenda. We could take a look at the work of Julian Huxley, the founder of UNESCO, who set up what he called evolutionary humanism. He didn't want to launch it as a world religion formally. What he said was it would become the predominant philosophy and view of all of the major world religions who would leave in place all the stained glass and the ritual but who would become humanists. In other words, they would move away from belief in God and Christ. They would move away from belief in the moral and ethical uh, imprimatur of the, uh, of the Bible and its Im immutability. Instead, it would be replaced by words that would look the same but would take on new meanings. Right. Right. No, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, there are so many translations. There's so many. Well, that was then. This is now. I mean, if there's two things that I've heard, um, over the past 10, 15 years is that the Bible is still living or that the Constitution is still, I mean, it is a living document. A living document, yeah. Right, right. And that's and that's how they get away with breaking down morality. You know, well, you know, we can do these things. And I don't know, I don't know how many times I've heard, well, um, um, Christ would love, um, he wouldn't be mad at this today. You know, and, you know, he was liberal. And uh, I, they aren't reading the same books that I am, or <laughs> they aren't reading the same books that no, I they, did. Exactly. But, you know, they, I mean, but you know, was, uh, if you do that the now. Last election, yeah. Yeah. During the last election, Paul Ryan was taken on vigorously by a Catholic activist who said, how can you call yourself a Catholic when you don't support uh, welfare and big government uh, programs? Why didn't you answer the question? You should have. Okay, we'll be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Moore Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Moore Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the, the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on-demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. 
Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. When our daughter Emma was born, we took a look at our credit card debt. It was not a good situation. We had been running up balances for quite some time, and it became a crisis. Finally, my wife Vicki said, call Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-793-8752 to talk to a certified counselor. We called them, they contacted all of our creditors, they stopped the collections calls, they got the interest reduced, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your bills, stop collections calls, wipe out late fees, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We are now completely debt-free, and we will never be in the spot we were again, thanks to Trinity. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-793-8752. My name is John. I'm Vicki. And I'm Emma. And, and we're, we're debt-free debt for keeps. That's 1-800-793-8752. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Wayne Dupree is my guest. W-A-A-R Radio. Andre Traverse is here as well. Andre, go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for the music to, to stop here a little bit. Um, Wayne, you were, you were, Chuck was talking a little bit about, about Paul Ryan. Now, one of the things that concerns me, and this is maybe a bit of a side issue, but you know, I'm, I'm even more concerned, frankly. I, I haven't heard a lot of black conservatives talk about this, except Lloyd Marcus, who's a great guy, who's a, uh, who's a Tea Party activist. But, you know, the, of course, there's this whole meme that the Tea Party is racist. But I'll be honest I'm just as upset with the Republican Party. In fact, I'm more upset with the Republican Party than I am with Obama. Not just because they haven't reached out to the black community, but because they've shown an appalling lack of leadership. Uh, Rich McConnell said he, you know, he was uh, going to crush the Tea Party. Uh, you've got all these, you, you know, Chuck, you mentioned Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan's not even a conservative. I mean, Paul Ryan is supporting gay adoption. He's supporting amnesty for illegal immigrants. He's supporting, uh, you know, no, he's supported uh, all of Bush's bad spending bills. And, and what bothers me, Wayne, is I think that a lot of, that there's a strange, there's almost a fear of Obama among a lot of conservatives, among average Republicans. It's like, well, he's got to get rid of Obama. They've got to get rid of Obama. And I'm not, believe me, I'm not for Obama. But what bothers me is that they are failing to address the fact that Congress is allowing Obama to do these things. I mean, the House could stop so many things. Uh, you know, they could stop the funding of his uh, executive orders. Uh, there's so much that Congress could do that they're not doing, and they're just playing dead and, and rolling over and letting him do whatever they want or whatever he wants. And I, I guess I, I feel like the Republicans are even more to blame in a lot of ways when you have you know people like John Boehner and Mitch McConnell leading the leading the charge here and, and doing really nothing. Uh, what, what is your take on that, uh, Wayne? Well, I I can't be any. I mean, um, I'm actually more mad with Obama and what he's doing to this country. But as I mean, but I also agree with you to the extent for the Republican Party because yeah, they they could be yanking yanking the purse strings on Obama and they Absolutely. won't do it. And. Uh, Actually, they were sent there to do that, and um, there have been so many things that 
um, since October um, with Obamacare, with with um, these uh, executive orders, um, with with the with the debt that they gave him carte blanche until next year to raise right. um, w- without going back to them. They have gave him so much power that you wonder, are they on our side? And we'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thanks so much, Wayne Dupree's my guest from WAAR Radio. Andre Traverse is here. Wayne, when I made reference to Paul Ryan, I was pointing out that I was disappointed that he dropped the ball when asked by a liberal left Catholic activist, basically, why he didn't support welfare. I mean, her implication is that Jesus would have supported welfare because Jesus said that we have to help the poor, and did, and that's right. But the problem is, obviously, that uh, Ryan could have come back and said that um, there are a lot better ways of going about it than the big federal state government handing out checks to people not to work. I mean, there are, you know, and also... um, I don't think that the left can hardly point a finger of accusation at conservatives when it comes to uh, charity and doing good works. So, uh, firstly, I mean, don't, don't you think that, uh, I mean, is that not an issue? And uh, how does the uh, how does one address the black community that has been, where this kind of poison has been so inculcated over the past 40 years, that poison being federal money? Well, you know what? As... As you know, uh, like I said, I've I spent a lot of time in the church, and I've heard the word a lot of times. And yes, Jesus helped the poor, but he never, but he never carried them. He never carried them. I mean, you know, in the scriptures it says, "If you work, you eat." He might have, he might have lifted them up, but he never carried them. And um, there's a scripture that is in the Bible, um, and my, my brother's keeper that um, Democrats use all the time. But if they really look at that scripture, the 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 sentence itself was in sarcasm. It was a sarcasm response to God when God asked Cain, "Where where is your brother?" And mm. it was a sarcastic. It was Cain you know, who said this. Yeah, yeah. Cain said it. God didn't say it. So, uh, I mean, when they, I mean, yes, yes, I believe in helping. Uh, the poor. I just don't believe in carrying them, uh, because when you start mm-hmm. being that that uh, 
that hammock instead of a crutch. I mean, you know, and you start carrying yeah. them like that, then they don't want. I mean, it's it's human nature. You feel well, they're going to do it. They're going to do it no matter what. Yeah, I mean, it's it's corrupting. You know, one of my favorite quotes from the uh, from the New Testament is, and, and it's a parable of Jesus. You could give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. You can teach him how mm-hmm. to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Right. You know, I mean, right. that's that's really the be- the, the right. Actually, I'm not sure that's in the. I don't know if that's actually in the Bible, is it? No, it's well, in I the know. parables of Jesus, Book of Matthew. That's interesting. I, I, gosh, I never, I actually didn't realize it was in the Bible. But okay. Well, you know what? There's another. There's another uh, scripture that. Um, to get you know, the New Testament. <laughs> there's another scripture in Matthew <laughs> um, about the bridegroom and I mean about the bridesmaids. Twelve, uh, twelve had what they needed to, and the other twelve didn't. And the ones that didn't was like, well, can we get some of your stuff because the bridegroom is coming? And they were like, nope, you got to go get yourself because we won't have enough for ourselves. So I mean, there are certain different types of scriptures that you could point to is like listen we'll help you here but no you you have got to right. do it yourself well, even if Wayne, you believe, you're, you're a black conservative leader how do you go about into the community and tell black people this and, and that have been um, basically in a sense uh, handed the money and i don't blame them for taking the money somebody bangs on your door and says hey come on out i got a thousand bucks here for you 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 open the door i blame the government for giving them the money how do you tell people that well I have I have a little story myself because I lost my job a while back and I had to go and get some assistance. And I'm sitting there and I'm filling out all this paper and it hit me in my heart. I was like, I don't belong here. You know, <laughs> you know, it's I mean, it it also is a way that you grow up and how you are taught. And that's the message that you take out. Listen, you can do a whole lot better than this. I mean, this this right here is just the the bottom floor your ceiling is so high you can't relegate yourself to just stand on the ground you have to you have to soar and 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 want more and the only way that you can do that is you have to take risks you have to you have to test your limits you have to get out there and yes you're going to fail yes i mean nobody is successful all the time donald trump claimed uh, went bankrupt a couple times i think but uh you can be successful if you try, and that's what needs to be told to our young kids. Andre? Yeah, I was just going to say, even if you believe, uh, Wayne, that you're supposed to be your brother's keeper, the problem is that, you know, that what the socialists are saying, people left, is that the government should be your brother's keeper. I have no problem with charity, with people helping people. It's when the, the government, it was when the money is confiscated and extorted from one group you know, to another without consent, that that's when, I, that's when you run into trouble. Well, to me, I think the government is trying to, well, I think the government is trying to be your master rather than, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, that yeah, they right. say what and when that and how, how to jump. Okay, we'll be right back. Well, sure. If they write the check.
This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432 That's one 800 432 If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse Morse speaks. Thanks so much. Uh, Wayne, we only have a minute or so left here, so I'd like you to take the opportunity to uh, let people know how they can reach you, how they can listen to you, how they can find out more information about you. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, You can check me out on Twitter at Wayne Dupree Show. Wayne Dupree Show on Twitter and on Facebook uh, we have a we have a page a public page News Ninja 2012 News Ninja 2012 to 2012 is when I really actually woke up from my sleep um, mm-hmm. and uh, you also have uh, Wayne Dupree dot com or News Ninja 2012 dot com and the radio show well um, our radio station is uh you can pick it up at com. Just click on the radio live, and you can listen. It's 24-7. Cool. So uh, when are you on live on uh, on um, a News Ninja? We, um, my show, Wayne Dupree Show, is from 8 to 9, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, and yeah. you can down, you can um, check us out again on com. Just click on the radio live link and we have a chat room people go in there every day and um, or every night and they help us with the broadcast excellent and also the uh, you know you're live but the podcasts i mean i know speaking for my own show yeah. also the podcast market is growing hugely yeah and uh, yes, so can, uh, I, yeah i wish you the best thank you so much and um thanks for the opportunity i really appreciate it Okay, my pleasure. Thanks a lot, Wayne. All right, and uh, we shall return tomorrow at the usual time, which is 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, check out Wayne Dupree at NewsNinja2012.com, W-A-A-R Radio. You can listen live. Check out my books on Amazon Kindle. Just put my name in the server, Chuck Morse, like Morse code, and you'll see 11 nonfiction books pop up. Uh, Those are all of different topics. Andre, what say you? Well, I think I think Wayne's got a, a lot, a great message, and I'm glad that he is uh, uh, addressing the church uh, and that problem because that's that's where it all starts and in uh, the home. So I thought that is really articulate guest. Thank you very much. For a home comes with a lot of to dos: fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. 
Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com.